1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Flats and Shanks pod. Um, boy, I've looked after you today, haven't I? Big time. Big time. Um, for those I've, of given, you you, I've h- given you an opportunity today.
2: For those of you um, who follow Flats on Twitter, please have a look at a Bart Live post that uh, he's retweeted. Um, phenomenal. It's like David Brent has written it. Yeah. You know, just forget productivity in the office just if you know if you wake up on the wrong side of bed and you come in and you know you're a bit grizzly go home go home spend the day at home after your yeah. compulsory bacon sandwich at nine e- <laughs> oh do you want to know what uh one friend
1: who worked at bath doesn't anymore just text me no joke and said oh my god were you responsible for the bacon sarnies thank you with like <laughs> prayer hands and mike the chef always claimed it was him i said "No, no no mate that was me and then then this other friend was like, I bet I know exactly who complained about being the one person that couldn't benefit from this going home early initiative. And then another mate texted me and said, I bet it was that person. And they were both right.
2: Well, <laughs> you're a friend first, boss second, and entertainer third. Turd. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, David. Um, can I stay in bed? Uh, yes, you can, David. One day a year. You're allowed a pillow day once a year. That's not me in bed with another bloke called David.
1: No, <laughs> you you you're allowed one pillow day a year. That was my idea, and then I remember, um, I remember it's like ah, oh, flats. So I want to. I think like a couple of days off, just thinking about. And I was like, well, have you got anything going on on that week? No. So we'll, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll get the form over. I said, mate, don't bother me. To be fine. And then Dawn in HR, who's really nice, she was like, um, oh, you got Dawn as well, have you? Did have a Dawn? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Me no get agenda. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So we had a
1: Dawn. Dawn was great. She's like, I haven't seen Baz for a few days. Um, I said, yeah, he's not coming in. He hasn't filled out a form. I said, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's going to need to do that. So I basically was like, I'm going to override the entire company's systems here, and it didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, at some stage, everyone's woken up at the crack of dawn. (laughs) Tommy, I know Dawn
2: well and her husband, Frank, so stop it. It's from the office again, mate. I know, boy. Did your mad mates come in? Kisses for a pound? This is for a pound. (laughs) It's weird how well you remember that. I can't
1: remember stuff that well. When
2: I used to ring you up, did you pick up the phone and go, Shagmeister!
1: Yeah, wasn't far off. (laughs) It wasn't far off. Um, We also had... um, Loved it. Thank you. Pick me up. We also had a a shotgun... um, One of the other, another member of the team just uh, tweeted me and said, those are the days, hashtag shotgun not, because I was like, shotgun not making a brew. And you got, you know, and the winner, but I would always win because I'd think of the game first. But then we had an app, a tea making app on the phone. So you basically, everyone puts their names in and it's like, right, go. And it's random selector and whoever loses making six brews, fella. And that ain't easy. Stop. Step away from the cookie jar. Stop. <laughs>
2: Step away from the cooking <laughs> someone's did someone simply glue the phone down as well. <laughs> Put the staple and jelly.
1: It was it was absolute bants in there with, with a triple Z. Uh, but Baz, as I as I said in the article, Baz, whom you know yeah. got two Zs in his name, and you, you see Baz with two Zs when his when his name's actually that's just because his surname is Barrett, and you're like Baz, I mean it 2Z. He was like, oh, It's uh, it's, uh these first days, like, Oh, it's two Z's, mate. It's two Z's. I said, Are you joking, our kid? was
2: oh, Stormzy, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's what are you chatting about. Two two Zs, Zs. It shouldn't two even Zs, be Zs, one mate. Z, Bell. Two Z's, mate. <laughs> so it was like, It shouldn't even be one Z. Baz pal. reckons, um, what year was it again? Was it 2011 or 12 or? yeah in. those two yeah no 13-14 tw- tw- it was Baz reckons you were on the front of Rugby World magazine walking around going oh it's a bit embarrassing on the front of Rugby World pull a face like that <laughs> oh what's this oh, I was in, it's just a photo shoot I did a Rugby World
1: I was, only, I was only in Rugby World once as a hot shot when I was 18 one to watch uh, they there were like six of us five of the others became legends uh, uh, not me yeah,
2: give jealousy to both dancers <laughs> If anything, mine <laughs> was more impromptu. <laughs> I could go on. I won't. Um, uh, you will. Yeah. You will. Ah. Um, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank
1: you. That's no, nice. you're welcome. You're welcome, fella. Um. Do you know what? I didn't even think about the Brent angle until you posted it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is absolutely perfect for Shanks.
2: This you know, is- you did Accidental Partridge once yeah a few times. oh it's brilliant That's that. a- <laughs> not a few times once <laughs> that's that's accidental brent oh it's brilliant that. Oh. That, accident, that accidental partridge I no know. one else would have spotted no. that <laughs> but it know. was it
1: was so good it was the I, way oh. wasn't it the way i went from my elbows to sitting up straight to sitting back in the bt sports studio
2: and you yeah. just clipped it up and yeah as the camera's was... panning around you're sort of on your elbows and you come back and then you fold your hands and then you just have a little smug look like yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> see ya it was oh, like a silent goodbye. fella. My, Thank- my, no, it was like, my work here is done.
2: Thanks uh, for that birthday gift. What? It's my birthday. Is it your birthday? Oh, whatever. Working on my birthday. Is it your birthday? Uh, I should be out on a boat somewhere. Oh, God. On a
1: cruise liner. Hang on a sec. I've just got to I've just got to shout something uh, to my missus. Hang on a sec. Yeah. Brett, Shanks' birthday. Can you sort out a card?
2: Cheers, mate. Yeah. Perfect. Who's that? One of your staff? It's a PA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Lynn? we've <laughs> rebadged it
1: you fool uh, come on Lin I'll drop you a cab rank <laughs> we, um, um hey happy birthday I didn't know it was your birthday Ah, keep it quiet mate I keep it quiet I
2: mean yeah, when, I you, do when well, you get uh, when you get to the, like our age um sort of 40 40 plus you, you don't celebrate him anymore
1: no I've got you forty 41 now mmm
2: grow up I feel like Ronaldo though mate a body of a 18 year old
1: Mm. This morning, um, my daughter Buddha uh, was lying on my bed, on her bed and wouldn't get up. She was like so fast asleep and it was like 10 to 8 and she's got to leave for school at 10 past. Yeah. So I was sticking my... You know, everyone says, oh, one day you'll have to wake them up when they're getting up all through the night. And today was the first time I've ever had to wake her up before school. But I stuck my finger up her nose like, but she just didn't wake up. And in the end, uh, this is going to sound really inappropriate, um, but I basically pretended i was just gonna like um how to say this without sounding really inappropriate i think so, i shouldn't have started this really mm. I basically, a bucket I gonna, of water on her i was gonna sit on her head basically yeah and she was just like and she woke up and saw you know my massive ass coming towards her head and she was like you're 40 <laughs> yeah, you're right Good. yeah point. you're right mm. you're right i should be wearing a suit i'm actually dropping you off in the car in pajamas yeah here put um, my finger eight, <laughs> yeah I, I actually do do that which is really once so someone said to me once about uh, I think it was Mark Regan said oh I saw Ronnie with his kid the other day his daughter this was years ago yeah he was playing Pull My Finger I'm like mate that is not how you raise kids I was like
2: that's how I do it um, I'm with Ronnie on this one <laughs> I remember once when I was living with Xavier Rush and we went to a bit of a, a team food shop and he went oh, he goes, oh Shanks can you go get those eggs down the bottom there for me please so I went down picked up some eggs from the bottom shelf and he forced my head right next to his ass and did the loudest fart ever right and the aisle was so busy i was like i was gone i was kind of like a lot of people be offended by that i thought oh you opportunist well done done. but then you bastard
1: do you remember the old remote control fart machine yeah remember when we got one and went to Blue water. <laughs> Blue water. We went to Sephora. Was it you, me and Julian White? Yes. Oh mate, we were dying in there. Uh, pressing the fart button while Julian was reading magazines. Uh, oh my god. We were times. dying in there. How have that's you been buddy. anyway, mate? How have you been? I'm alright, you it's you I'm worried about. Forty one, eh?
2: Yeah. What'd you get, by the way? Um I got I didn't want anything, mate. You know i, nah, I of course you didn't. What'd you get? I'm gonna have a five guys tonight. That's that's what I want really want for my birthday. You Either want
1: five guys for your birthday? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm having five guys tonight and a b- and a burger, <laughs> and,
1: uh, <laughs> <Wee>. <laughs> then we're going out for dinner. <laughs> <Wee>. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to be stuffed after that. <laughs> oh, I
1: won't there be able to go. breathe. Uh, <laughs>
2: there we go. <laughs> Oh, stop I'll <laughs> um, Probably say that later. Um, <laughs> I'm going I'm going to have a burger later. That was, that's really what I wanted for, for for my birthday. I've got some slippers. I've got a nice little photo for my office from um, um what? My little boy, although he's two. I I don't think he, he actually printed out the photos. Uh, just he, of didn't, he didn't give you that. Just of him. Um from Shadow. I call him Shadow why he's, <laughs> he's, he's just he's, always there he's really, he's really good with a pugil stick. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pugilist no <laughs> he
1: take, he's 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 a really he's a really um high-end bodybuilder <laughs> he's, uh, he t- he's on tv and he takes steroids
2: yeah yeah now you've got it right first time i can't shake him mate i cannot <laughs> shake him i try my hardest he finds me he's gonna be a great sort of spy i think he'll be old a with. pi couldn't he probably investigate it yeah, investigator, yeah. Um, what else did I have? I had some oddball pants from yep. my girls, which means I could throw a few pairs out now. That's nice. Yeah. They are perishing, mine. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> put the boys back in the barracks. And did I yeah. say. <laughs> oh, they're out Get Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> some slip. Yeah, so that's what slipper's I got. Slippers, God. Mm. They're nice ones, though. One, they're, yeah. like, they're like little Ugg slippers, you know, because I've got a pair which I slip on. But when I've got to do zoom calls and podcasts i'm in the office in my house it's really cold and my ankles and heels get really freezing um so Mm. yeah Uh, i I, I might tweet them later mate um rate rate my presence but i'll be honest with you mate i didn't really want anything all i wanted was a few pairs of pants and some peace and quiet yeah and (laughs) a week to myself yeah just six weeks to myself Mm -hmm. um but yeah
1: i last night I was just, when my little girls are going to bed, I said to Peanut, who's 11 now, I was like, um, again, this is probably too. but I was like, babe, I think you need some new pants. She's like, no, I like these ones. I like these ones. Um, I'm going to keep these ones. And she's a, quite a big 11-year-old. Like, she's really tall. And they were for seven-year-olds. They were seven to eight years old. And I was like, <laughs> this is like, I'm the worst parent in the world. I was like, I said, aren't they your little sisters? No, they're mine. I just never got any new ones. So like, oh my God, is it three years? It's so cool. Sorry about that, mate. No wonder she quite often wears mine. She comes back from school wearing mine sometimes. She's not that big; they're quite big on her.
2: I don't call my daughter mate. But...
1: Oh, I yeah, I do a bit actually, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I'm a bit. Um... Do you call your missus mate as well?
2: All right, mate. Every now and again, yeah. All right, Trev.
1: Yeah. All right, Hi. Steve. Hi, pal. <laughs> All right, fella. <laughs> um, this is not homophobic, by the way. We're uh, we're just um, that's what you'd normally call men, mate, wouldn't you? But I know I've I often sometimes call women, mate. All right. Um. What? Uh, what else are we gonna? You asked me something a while ago. I mean, what have what you've been up to? I, oh, right. Um,
2: yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, I was gonna. I was gonna buy a house. Now I can't buy that because so I can't. Um, can't do that because I couldn't sell another thing to buy it. So I had to pull out of that, which is really. Couldn't sad. sell a child. Couldn't sell a child. No. Um, not enough acres, was it? Covid's done me a bit there, but that's all right. No, no, didn't no cover stables. No acres, no acres. Um, the outhouse wasn't <laughs> yeah. right. Too many pigeons um, in there. I'm going to look at another one today, uh, oh, which nice. you will, which which you will be very amused to hear is a listed building. Um, however, not, it is the, a listed building. A listed building makes you think. Of like a stately home, and actually there are listed sheds in Bath mate. It's so, a listed building in Bath means nothing. Oh, so it's a shed, is it? No, it's not. It's just a me it's a medium sized home, is what it is.
2: Chris Rea lives around the corner. You can invite him round. Yeah, <laughs> Chris, fancy <laughs> come around for a Barbie. Yeah. Tell you who does live there. I'd bring my guitar. I'd rather you didn't. It's not that kind of thing. I'll oh, forget it. <laughs> do
1: you know what? I think this house is eight doors up from Simon Halliday.
2: Ah, The, the old England. Legend. chairman of um european rugby european rugby yeah
1: yeah um so i think it's a few doors up from hallers who as far as i'm aware has got 13 or 15 children um i'd a bit of i, I hope his house is bigger than the one i'm looking at because you couldn't fit that many children in the one i'm looking I'd at I had a bit of a power
2: trip with simon halliday before oh um, yeah yeah we were we were on a, a golfing trip in spain and i was in charge of of drinking games of songs of just dictating the play around the table um of who can speak who can't etc you know um and i was making someone Holiday call me mr chairman <laughs> <laughs> he's going shanks i'm like address me properly address <laughs> me properly now or finish your drink He's the chairman of European Rugby (laughs) Put your hand up (laughs) Uh, Great Yeah But yeah Bit of mutual respect there Yeah of course there is Great man, great dog Um, Okay so I went to Beaujolais Day last week On Thursday
1: Yeah that's right How Mm. was it?
2: Might as well just call it it. Is it a real day? Yeah of course it is Just Google it It's like the most celebrated um, event In Cardiff and Swansea I believe, Swansea more so. We're just looking for an excuse, mate. Um, so what you might as well call it Guinness and Rioja Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we went to a fine restaurant. You'd love it. You've probably been there in Cardiff called Le Monde.
1: I have been there. Used to be one in Bristol
2: as well. Yeah. A good restaurant. My mate, Jono um, Pritchard. Johnny Pritch. Yeah. yeah. Um, he booked a table with his company, UASA, to make batteries, amongst other things. Quite um, sweet, so yeah, so he got, it on the, got it on the. Well, board, he invited all his mates and then um, decided to split the bill. Uh, uh, what? Right. Yeah. What? Probably wouldn't have had the uh, thirty-five quid Dover sole if I would known that. No, he didn't. He invited mm. you on his company table and then asked mm. the gypsies. And we're we're all having oh. a, a big argument at the moment because he's getting his hands on a few electric scooters, and um, he's ordered three. Rainbird bought two. Bubs bought one, but now he's claiming he didn't. 'Cause he's <laughs> got to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's already been done on Beaujolais Day. Yeah. Um Oh no, you can't invite your mates out for dinner and you can't do that on the business, can you? Well, you know? Come yeah. on, fella. But it was a it was a nice day, mate. Um nice to get out, nice to have a bit of food. Uh, home by ten. Did you get, how drunk were you? Um I was a little bit drunk. <laughs> um, it's nice was to go out and get drunk with your Friday mates Friday was a write-off Yeah, mm. yeah That's a real to, um, thing, isn't it? I went to Ulster then on Sunday morning I was back yesterday How was it? The reason, mate Absolutely Baltic mm. Like You know when you arrive at a ground and it's not too bad But then You end up standing still for a long time, sitting down for a long time, and you get back up, and you can't feel any bones in your body. Yep. It is... Are we
1: going to... Because as you and I, as you know, uh, well, dear listeners, Shanks and I are commentating together with Andrew Cotter Uh, for Prime Video uh, next week. Hold on, say Um, that again. The two of us and Andrew Cotter are commentating together on Wales v England. It's going to be lovely. But most... Looking forward to that. But mostly... Am I going to be cold in West
2: Wales or is it just wet there? I haven't seen the forecast yet. Uh, It's going to be an earlier kickoff. So it's four o'clock kickoff. So it's not going to be like a seven o'clock where it really does. Yeah. The cold pinches there. Balsismo. Yeah. um, I would wear. I mean, there's a strict dress code, isn't there, with Amazon Prime? I'm not
1: not allowed to wear. I'm not allowed to wear any of my normal coats, they said. Yeah. (laughs) Fair Um, enough. Yeah. So I've got. I've got another really like smarter coat, which I'll, I'll probably wear. You're not allowed to wear jeans. Okay. Um, so I'll probably wear a chino shirt, coat, and a boot, a brown leather boot. Can you wear... I oh no, know. I might wear a roll neck. I was thinking about a roll neck. Um, I was thinking about a roll neck, and I think I might do it. Because Dylan Hartley did it on week one. Mm. And I said to him after... I texted him and said, I'm going to do roll neck next week, so don't you do it, all right? Mm. And he was like, no, no. He'd already planned his outfit for a week later. Don't worry, mate. I'm shirt... Sure next week got it nailed I think he's very fashion conscious and he does look great to be fair oh,
2: he's a personal shopper is he? he has one of them
1: yeah I think he does yeah but mm. um, well, I might can I do a roll neck I'll just get battered if I do a roll neck
2: yeah but I've
1: got a, a moustache
2: that's your niche a, that's your niche you know you wear comedy outfits great. now and again sorry you wear comedy outfits now and again You know, no get, I don't get people talking yeah, yeah it's good I like it no I don't it? yeah you do that's yeah, nice if you don't Someone else will, mate. I genuinely love my
1: shiny if puffer jacket. If you don't, jacket. Bill Oddie will. Yeah. Um, I genuinely love my shiny puffer jacket. That is my favourite coat. It's the warmest. And know, it's the warmest. It's the lightest as well. So it weighs n- almost nothing. And I I love it. It's the comfiest, best fitting. It's the best coat I've got. But wear that with a suit. I wear it for comedy. Wear, wear, wear it with a suit. A white suit. <laughs> I say you wanted a suit, I'm gonna turn up
2: in a white tuxedo with a frilly shirt and a pink tie. I'm doing a um a little chat in a, in a couple of hours like you did. Uh online with a couple of the Welsh players. Oh yeah. Mm, I'm not sure who I'm gonna get though. What you'll enjoy is the slight delay. Really? Yeah, slight delay, but actually it's quite funny. It works it works really well. Well, so you like you get into your second question where they're answering the first question. Yeah, exactly it, yeah
1: um and ours was ours was good fun they actually they obviously they chop it down so it's a couple of minutes long Mm. but but amazon or prime video now have put it the whole chat on amazon so you can go and watch the whole thing which is i don't know 40 minutes or something but um yeah i'm not suggesting anyone does that but definitely do that because um uh joe marler talks about the various flat earthers and conspiracy theorists within the england camp um so i knew i knew there'd be one or two and there are turns out harry williams thinks the earth is earth is flat
2: I'm gonna go. <laughs> he doesn't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask about the COVID, please. You know who are, the, who are the? Oh yeah, who are the ones really enforcing COVID, making sure you got a mask on?
1: Yeah, but who are the ones enforcing it when they're just in the team room with the lads, and who are the ones enforcing it in front of Wayne Pivak mm. to kiss arse? Mm. Remember Andy Williams, the scrum half, milkshake, milkshake. Yeah, mm. always spinning the ball. Was he? Yeah,
2: he'd be in the airport. Oh, spinning. I thought, yeah. said, I thought
1: he said spilling. No. <laughs> had sp- that. He was a good player. No, but we, he was a good bloke as well, but he, he always had a protein shake on the go. Mm. And I remember one, he was so keen, but I remember standing, I was having a bacon sandwich with Martin Wood, who was first choice scrum half. And he said, here, come here. He bacon sarnies at the club in the morning. He said, look at that brown nose." And Andy Williams was just doing, you know, his his daily two hundred passes or whatever, but he's doing it on the first team pitch, right outside the coach's office. <laughs> and we were we were in the coach's office doing like video stuff. And he's like, oh, cool. He said to Foles, the coach, Michael Foley, Foles, come here. That pal is a fucking brown nose. That is that is a brown nose. I don't need to do that. I got it right. I got my pass right. I'm in the groove, pal. You know. And it was like he's fat, like having a bacon sarnie, and. I remember Andy, he was just super keen. He's a really good bloke. He's super keen. And we had stretching sessions. And he, you know, 30-minute stretching sessions. And it was like front five at or forwards at 1.30, backs at two, whatever. So he comes into our session and we're like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm just going to do this one and the next one. Just do a bit extra, a bit of extra stretching. I've got nowhere else to be. And we mocked him so hard for wanting to do extra stretching that he actually left mm. the stretching class. And I look back and think. That is bullying in the workplace. Yep. It wasn't, cause we're having fun. But also, he, and he was laughing too. But also, we have literally stopped someone, pressured someone into not doing extra preparation work, and that was bad form from us.
2: Bully boy flats. That's what you mean. No. It was, yeah. No. No, it wasn't until you retired. And you realised you have to be a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> to get any work. That's it, mate. I oh. just think
1: I got my last two contracts. It was through being a nice guy. It was not through playing rugby well.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah
1: exactly so I started being a nice guy before I had to <laughs> that's my point point. and I got my job at the club you know just Labrador mate trying to be everyone's
2: best friend shall we chat Autumn Nations Cup now No, nah, I'm alright I'm going to shoot if that's alright
0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: So let me, let me get this out of the way, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I stand by Maro Itoji as man of the match. I thought he was, because when I say I've been trolled, like two people have said, are you sure Johnny May shouldn't have got Man of the Match? That's it. But um, Don't pick up I'm not really getting trolled. Don't no, pick I'm up not. On they, the they, they've, been, they've only been, they've been friendly anyway. But I look back and think, should Johnny May have got it? Maybe he should, but it's England. The whole thing England were about the weekend was physical domination. And that was the most brutal um, 80 minutes of collisions I've seen since the World Cup final where England were dominated by the Springboks of mm. course it was savage and to be there pitch side and have the ref's mic on our headphones so you hear the collisions more more viscerally don't you and it was like we were genuinely like we were like you know three granddads in comms we were just like oh my god that sounds mm. hanging that sounds rank the way they're getting hit Andrew Porter James Ryan Keane Healy steaming onto the ball and getting hit so hard you can hear oh it's like NFL highlights. It was horrible. The, um, um, the worrying thing, Ma- I thought... Go on. Go on Maro, Mar- sorry, Marrow just absolutely defined what England were about at the weekend. He was
2: fantastic. And you're looking to become an ambassador for Vitality as well. So I Yeah, of- I, well, I just want to try if I fucking get on the back of some of Marrow's mm. commercial stuff. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Getting the slips. Um, the worrying thing, I thought, was that Ireland made Wales look completely average and then England have made... Ireland look average. And obviously, Wales have got England this week. And so, it's not In terms good. of Conkers,
1: they beat yours and we beat theirs. So, ours beats yours.
2: Um, yeah. But the Irish team was good, though. And they picked a big team. They picked a big physical team. So, yeah, you know, I thought they were going to at least have a little bit of parity there. But, no, like, I didn't really see much of CJ Stander in that game.
1: Mate, I nearly said at half-time... And I stopped myself saying it. I I nearly said I'd forgotten he was playing, and, and I thought I hadn't was, forgotten he was playing, and it would have been an insult. He had the most
2: carries was, in the Six Nations as well, you know. So loves carrying, yeah. but just didn't see him. Didn't see him. No. Couldn't couldn't get himself into the game. Um, no. Keelan Dorris tried hard, but you know he's up against just a phenomenal back row, and like you put Marotoji. Um, in that bracket of back row, because have you noticed, did you read an article about, you know, the difference of playing, it might've been him or Courtney Laws, it might've been Courtney Laws actually saying, you know, there's so much more pressure when you're playing back row, because there's a lot more expected from you. You know, if you're in the second row and you have a few big carries in the game, they're like, oh wow, this second row is amazing. You know, he can push in the scrum, Mm. jump in the line out, and he also carries. But in back row, you're just, that's just a given. Mm. Uh, But he was, just phenomenal. It is like having four bat rows in the field, um, but properly, properly out muscled, and a team England just kicked a lot. But they kick on their terms, which is the biggest difference. So many teams kick under under stress, under panic. When you do that, you you haven't got your right chasers, um, you know, organized. So it's when you're kicking on your terms, you have an organized um, kick chase, and when you've got an organized kick chase you're going to be organised defensively and you're going to nail teams and stop them breaking through. That's what they did. They were brilliant at it. You know, it wasn't... That's, that's wasn't such a, a good point. It wasn't a spectacle such, at no, all. No, I mean,
1: It was a physical spectacle, but nothing yeah. more. But I, you're, that's such a good point on when you kick on your terms, your kick chase is changes the game. And I, I remember <clears throat> years ago, but the principle remains the same, when Brian Smith, the Aussie, was our defence coach at Bath, he said, boys, we will win the league on our kick chase. Mm-hmm. And we, we actually got to the grand final and lost in the final, got to the big final and lost in the final because I wasn't playing because Dave Barnes played and that's why they lost. Um, That's not that's not true. But lost 10-6. But anyway, we got all the way to the final. We scored hardly any tries all season because other teams has had better attack attacks than we did. But we had set piece, kick chase and aggressive defence mm. and we were so hard to beat. And it's such a good point. I remember our kicking game was really simple, but we kicked
2: a lot of ball and just didn't let anyone counter. No, no. And it's, you know, mm. when you're under a lot of pressure and you're forced to kick really quickly, that's when teams can take you apart. But, you know, when you've slowed it down, when you've taken your time, a bit of composure, you get players out the way, you get players in the line chasing, you get, you know, you're your good defenders in the right position as well. You know, so you're, you're getting your centers and your back row sort of running in tandem. It's mm. so hard to beat unless you've got a proper talent like a Jason Robinson that... Or a Johnny May, or or someone like that, which are, are just out of the ordinary. Really, um, it's it's so difficult to to break down. And I mean, Ireland had the territory, they had the possession, but couldn't do anything with it. Just the onslaught defensively was a white wall, basically. And you had Byrne at, at ten, and it, you know he crabbed across a lot, didn't really go forward, just ship the ball on bit of a facilitator and when you've got a 10 that isn't a threat it's so much easier to defend outside because you essentially can leave him you know you don't really have to keep too much of an eye on him Uh, I thought Ireland looked a lot better when Jacob Stockdale came on I thought it was tough for Hugo Keenan at the back Mm. Um, it's tough for all the back three really Chris Farrell's pretty decent big lump although he'd be slightly disappointed with missing Johnny May um, oh, that, he,
1: that, it, that in and out was a beauty though, I know it, beauty.
2: it is a beauty it is a beauty it was you know it's a, a tackle that should have been made really but on the flip side it was wonderful wonderful feat but you've you got a player like James Lowe who's excellent had a really good game last week against Wales but the amount of times he had to kick you know yeah. is I he was their was, best but, kicker on the he day he was their best kicker but that's not his job no no his job is to score tries his job is to create space run ball in hand but just didn't really receive anything um talk me through johnny may's try there mate come just,
1: on uh i mean <clears throat> the, the into out was brilliant I, I like england's uh transition so the turnover the irish line out was really poor um the throwing was poor from Kelly. the timing was off and they have a very good line out, but it was poor at the weekend. And everyone has a poor line out sometimes, but you still got to profit from it. So England spin it through the hands in their own quarter. Mm. They just absolutely, no doubt in their mind, they're going to go for it. Johnny May in and outs, Chris Farrell, mm. the kick, you can't tell me that kick went anywhere near where he wanted it to go. And then the foot race is on, we give some park. Who's fast, Loves, lo- Who is really quick. Lo- I love seeing a foot race. Um, I love seeing a proper foot race that was on and Peter Omani was steaming back and didn't quite make it it just the stars aligned for Johnny May because he was brave and had a go and it, it does make you think that while England were physically defensively and physically really impressive like I, I, I left the ground thinking, wow, like wow. they are just, they are smashing people. Kyle Sinclair was just smashing people. The uh, Tom Curry, oh my days. Anyway, Billy Vunapola was nailing people. Yeah. He, fold, he folded and Healy up like a deck chair and and mm. Healy's an absolute unit. You know, so the England were physically at it but it does make you a bit, if sad's the right word, it's a bit sad that actually Eddie Jones after the game says, you know, we'll start to really think about our attack after the Lions tour when we've got more time together and it's like, so we're just going to see tackle fest between now and then. And you sort of mm. think this whole thing, you know, we we know there's a responsibility for us to entertain. That That's lip service. Like they're not here to entertain. And I understand that because as a player, I mean, obviously I didn't have a talent to entertain, but I never gave a monkeys if my team entertained anyone or not. I just wanted to win. I couldn't care what it looked like. 3-0, I'd rather take over a 49-48 loss, you know. So it they entertainment comes second and that is a bit of a shame because, Mm. you know, you've got new viewers, you've got a new broadcaster and all that kind of stuff and you think, go on lads, rip into it. So Johnny May's try kind of saved that game really.
2: But only teams that have the size uh, like England do, you know, can play that way. You know, Wales can play that way. You know, they're not physically big enough you know Ireland we thought might be they can't you know they have to do a little mm. bit more they have to be a little bit more creative you know I also thought Ben Earl when he came on mate oh yeah brilliant and I mean it's a really strong England team now it's a really strong England squad and you're thinking it's going to be difficult to to beat a team like that now Um you and also can. you look at Jack Wheelis,
1: like best player in the Prem yeah. last
2: season he was so good and he was
1: really good again for Wasps uh, on Sunday at the Rico. He, he basically saved them, but him and Josh Bassett. But he, he was he was really good again. But you just think, as much as we all want to see him play, and we do, and mm. I want to see Sam Simmons play for England and Alex Dombrant, you couldn't leave any of those guys, you couldn't even bench any of those three guys for this weekend. Not if that's the way you it. want
2: to play. Not if that's the way anyone no. wants to play. Um, you know, and, and at some stage, a team... You know, if you want to take England on, ah, you're going to need front football at some stage. You cannot play off back football against a team like England because they'll just fan out and they'll eat you up defensively. Defensively, they are so solid. Um, so, uh, what do you do in the Welsh back row? Then we're trying to get front football. It is is the key, and you to get front football, you you can't take them on physically. You're not going to do it with one-up runners. You know, a lot of teams don't have the size England do. So you're going to have to be clever in how you create that. So you're going to have to just flood channels with decoy runners. You know, you, England have got the luxury of having like a an Atoji or a Believer Villapola that will run into chests of players and get over that gain line, you know, nine times out of 10. Mm. A Carl Sinklers. you know, a lot of teams won't have that and don't have that. So you have to isolate players and you have to be able to run at arms and weak shoulders. Um, so, so it's, I think it's I do, easier said I do than think- done.
1: Sorry, I do think Toby Falautau is very good at that. I mean, his game. Of course, he's a powerful man, but he's not freaky power. He's not. He's not Dwayne Vermeulen levels of abrasiveness. Mm. But it, his his talent has always been footwork, footwork acceleration, mm. skill. So I think he he might actually be the sort of player that could combat what England have got. But you just think that you you, you just need power at some point. And if yeah. Josh Navidi's not fit, they haven't. You
2: know, they need him. But I but I would say like you know. Use a bit of footwork before you run into someone. Isn't necessarily going to get you over the gain line, but if you are throwing decoys in um, and you are you are making players think and trying to create mm. space, I think that's a better option. So I, you know, I, I'd like to see a few more dummy runners from Wales. We're going to need to be clever. We we might need to try and stretch team a little bit wider away from the ruck, throwing inside balls, throwing block moves, you know, behind a player um, to a ball player back inside, things like that just to try and get you over the game line. And then you've and then you've got to keep that when teams are under pressure you can keep that um tempo going. You can keep that front foot uh, foot going. And you, you get England back pedaling. But you know, if you run if you run tight to the ruck, you know, you the picking goes, you know, players coming round off nine. I just don't think it's gonna work. I think we have to play wider off ten. Yeah, you get, you get absolutely MC hammered against England at the moment
1: um, if you do that. By the way, I saw some highlights in the Ospreys game at the weekend. George North was really good. Mm. He was coming in, he was picking and going, he was taking short balls through the midfield. Handful, mate. And I really like that sort of thing. If we've said, we've said it loads of times before, but, you know, defending in the middle of the field, which is where forwards try and defend, he's one of the last blokes on planet Earth you want to see looking for work. Um, so... That's yeah. just in, ter- in terms of that power selection. He is big. He has a lot of power, and if he gets involved and is really up for it, he could he could do some damage at the weekend. I wonder who they'll pick. Don't know.
2: Yeah, well, Josh Adams will play, I think, um, and then it's either George or Lewis Rees-Zammit.
1: So I wonder if they might not put Lewis Rees-Zammit in because England are so hard to play against. It's the sort of game where a young Look at look what happened to James Lowe. Mm. You know, it's like a sort of player, a sort of game that could do a young player a bit of psychological damage because he might just get absolutely nothing out of England. Yeah, but and, you can't you can't just know.
2: save him for no, an easy no. game. At some stage, you're gonna have to put him in because he's proven he can do it at club level. Um, and yeah. he's class. Like, in, I he hope class. he plays. I mean, yeah. he was a shining light for Wales at the weekend. Really, I, um, there's a couple of players. Really, I thought Johnny Williams did well. I'm mm. taking the ball forward. I think he'll probably keep his place. Um big call would be Sheedy or bigger at ten. Your uh, thoughts? You're gonna say bigger? I probably would start bigger and bring Callum Sheedy on because when I always think when selections close like that and you're not quite sure, no one neither really are standing out at the moment as you know, like a player that is undroppable sort of thing. So I think if you took terms of impact coming off the bench, I think Callum Sheedy will make more of an impact coming off the bench than Dan Bigger. Here's one for you. Mm. Both Gallagher Premiership fly halves, one has spent
1: the last season carving up English the English players in the in the Gallagher Prem, one has spent most of the last season struggling to unlock English Premiership defenses. It's Just saying you you might they might pick Sheedy because of that. Mm. He's played against all these guys and done better in the last six months, not six well, his, months. You know what I mean? His Second team's done. Season. His team's done better. Yeah, but he's been class. Mm. He's been really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll pick Dan bigger, but mm. I just, I wonder. If yeah, that yeah. That well, I,
2: wonder. I do wonder. I mean, I'm just saying it's when it, it's when it's close calls like that. I would rather have the player that's going to make more of an impact come off the bench at 45, 50 yeah. minutes, and maybe look to turn a game. Hey, I didn't think much of France, did you? Mm, no. Um, I saw the highlights. I haven't seen the whole game. Um, mm. But, I mean, again, a lot of kicking in that game. We're seeing a lot of kicking all over. Just to, just to finish on Wales quickly, Johnny McNichol. Um, shame he's injured. I think he's done something. He was rib cartilage. So, he looks like he's out, which I love watching him play. I think he's just different to the mould. Offloading game. Um, elusive. So, he's not going to be playing. But, Justin Tipperick, I think, might not play so it's a big call for Josh Navidi to come back in after being out for such a long time if he's fit he's a lot of issues with concussions so. yeah but he's so good, mm, I mean, he is if, good. if he's re- if he's ready to go i'd put him in frankly because i think they
1: if as long as he's 100% because otherwise he's a, he's a brute and they need a brute but it was
2: a disappointing game i thought really against georgia yeah. like i know the conditions weren't great i think as well Nate. You know, when you're you're playing for Wales, like, I've played a couple of games up in Wrexham against smaller teams, like uh, Romanias, right? When you get to Wrexham, it doesn't quite feel like an international. You know, you're playing away from your home stadium. And I I feel the same with going to the Scarlet's to watch Wales play. You know, you walk into the Principality Stadium, it's a stadium. It looks impressive. You walk out, it's impressive. You... You relate to a lot of the games you've played there. You feel comfortable. You know, the changing rooms are different. Um, the facilities are better. I just think it's difficult, you know, with no crowd at the moment. But to play away from your home stadium also has a knock-on effect. And I'm not saying it's the reason why they're, they were poor, but I'm just saying mentally I think it, it does play on, on your mind. Um, That's interesting, yeah. But it was horrific conditions, you know, that... It rained all game, but Wales was still quite untidy. Um, you know, one of the highlights was Lewis Rezamet making a break. Um, you know, And, and G- Georgia have offered very little, but they don't go away, do they? Which no, they don't a, go away. I mean, look, England beat them by 40 points. Wales beat them by 18 points. So it was a bit of a, a, an, ex, an ex, inex, inexperienced team, should I say. Uh, yeah, from Wales. That,
1: basically that um, swinging arm from the Georgian lad. Mm-hmm. Flat out red card that. Mm. He knows what he's doing. We've all done that. Mm. I've, I've worn a couple of those and given a couple of those. We've all done
2: it. Come oh, on, Don't man. talk to me about red cards, mate. I made a bit of a faux pas the weekend. Did you? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Just don't make any this weekend, boy. Not on Prime. Kieran Treadwell um, hits uh, Sebastian, tight head prop from Scarlet's. And initially... It didn't look too bad. It looked more like he was turning his back, but on one of the angles it does look like a clear shoulder to the head and I said it's probably oh, no. I said it's probably right decision being a yellow. And then at half time I backtracked a little bit and said, Look, you know, i I think I've got that one wrong. I think it was a red. Um You are allowed to change your mind though. Yeah, I know. And I'm not the referee either. Are you not? No. Not I wasn't judge, I wasn't at the weekend. Judge and jury though. Judge I and jury. At, I wasn't at the weekend. Um yeah, but yeah, so We've all been there, fella. All you scarlets fans, take it easy, all right?
1: No, get into him, get into him, troll him.
2: Yeah, go on, try it. The
1: thing is, we're g- we're gonna make mistakes on Saturday, mate. Don't worry about it.
2: Um, yeah. So anyway, France. Yeah. Talk to me. Not,
1: not not a lot, not a lot to discuss. They weren't fantastic. They did enough. Um,
2: they did all right it, against Fiji. He beat them twenty-eight nil.
1: Yeah, that's true. But uh, you know. We're all What we're all doing is waiting for France to explode or implode the whole time. But the reality is they, they've they generally been underwhelming for the last few years, but they've really started to find their feet. Do you reckon and it's this because Enzimak
2: wasn't just... playing at 10 and Jalibert was? Um, Jalibert is fantastic player. Um, amazing I think he's, player. he's loose. He's very loose. He's like a guy that mm. I don't think, you know, takes the structure very well. You know, you could give him... A structured game plan of three to four phases, which most teams have, and then it's sort of heads up more so um, down mm. to your ten. I think he doesn't pay any attention to that. He just plays the way he wants to play. Yeah, maybe. Um, mm. I think I think they definitely
1: don't look as good without Intermac, That's mm. for sure. Um, so he's the guy for the next five or ten years, isn't he? It seems. But yeah, that, it was it was just an unremarkable game of rugby. To be honest, it was kind of nah. It was, it was fine. It was nothing. One nothing, try. But, I was going to say nothing to write home about, but when have you ever written home about a game of rugby? I've never written home. I never write home anymore.
2: Do you ever do love letters?
1: I've never written a letter to my parents, so why would I? You know what I mean? Mm. Neither of you. No No. one does that. Um, So, uh, you know, that was just a game. So I don't think we need to spend any time on that, Tom, because it was just a game of rugby,
2: wasn't it? Okay, Dave. Um, Well, should should we preview this weekend's fixtures then? Let's have a quick go at that. Okay, Wales versus... England. What Four I would love to see Saturday.
1: Prime Video. What I would love to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuine now. Genuine right. is I would love to see a proper, like legally vicious, frothing, brutal, almost almost violent performance from the Welsh. I would love to see They'll it. They'll be absolutely firing, and I hundred percent they'd be up for it. Have they got it in them? Because eventually you'll need you'll need to be the better team. I don't think Wales need to win this weekend. I, I think, think it's performance. I think it's give what as good after. as they get. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think people, they're not expected to win. They won't be favourites. And you go on form because that's the only thing you can go on really. Um, yeah, England will be favourites heavily. Will be favourites, but I yeah. think as long as Wales front up, I'd like them. I'd like to see a bit of a game plan. You know, I'd like to see them test England. I'd like to see little basic errors being cut out. You know, I want I want to see them strong in a set piece, you know, just winning their own ball, you know, not losing lineouts. I don't want to see them, I want to see them looking after the ball in contact. If you get turned over, you get turned over, but I don't want to see Wales making mistakes on their own. You know, I'd rather see England turn the ball over than Wales losing the ball in contact sort of thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather see Wales be penalized um or England win a penalty for a jackal than someone knocking the ball on or dropping a pass.
1: Yeah, you almost, you want to see a bit of identity, a bit of shape from Wales, but you actually, I think even more than that, I want to see fight. I want to see, because you you have all the game plan you want, but if you're not competing in collision after collision after collision, which takes a certain mindset, not just physical strength, you know, because if you think, you know, if you take Thomas Francis and Kyle Sinclair, Thomas Francis is a bigger man. He probably lifts similar weights or heavier weights because he's a bigger man. So it's like, well, you can't, there's no genetic reason why Kyle Sinclair should hit harder. You know, it's kind of like it, a lot of it is technique. A lot of it is mindset. Um, and he might be more explosive for sure, but you, but actually man for man, if you just 15 blokes against 15 blokes, the odd freak aside, you know, so. If you're playing against the Jason Robinson, then it doesn't matter who you've got because mm. he can do them. Um, but you, but 15 against 15, it's like we can physically match this. We we have to. Because if they don't, all the shape and identity and threat
2: will be just diluted because they'll be going backwards.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. I hope yeah. they do. I really hope they do. Like, I hope they play playing Williams at 15. Uh, me I too. Far more dangerous counter-attacking. And that might have a knock-on effect at who they play at 10 then. Because Dan Bigger can kick under pressure apart from I think it was Ireland he wasn't great with the boot um, but you mean goal kick yeah needs a good goal kicker mm. Mm.
1: Dan Biggers Dan Biggers the man I think Dan Biggers has been brilliant
2: for Wales so many times especially against England he's been great a few but times but England and, will kick a lot right so my point being yeah. is that I don't want to see Lee Halfpenny catch it and then boot the ball back up every single time or run himself in the contact. I want to see someone, a danger man, running the ball back, scanning, looking up, creating, offloading, wriggling through tackles, breaking tackles, footwork, which is exactly what you get with Liam Williams. So, and I quite like, and because England will kick a lot, I think Sheedy, um, not Sheedy, Lewis Rizam would be perfect for that. You know, you give him a bit of space. Mm. He'll have a bit of space to run, make decisions. Uses yeah. pace, uses footwork, which which he has done in nearly every single game he's played for Gloucester, and there's no reason why he can't do it again.
1: Yeah, he's a clever player too. Because it's it's easy to think someone like that's just quick. He is yep. quick, but he's clever. Mm-hmm. He's got good skills, good awareness, good lines. Yeah, I really, I hope they pick him. I really do. Um, but I I agree with the with the Liam Williams at fullback. I just think if you're, you know, I mean, you're playing for England. Owen mean, Farrell boots it or Ben Youngs boots it, and you go on the chase. Who would you rather? Catch that ball and be facing you, squared up. You'd much rather have Lee Halfpenny with the greatest respect, ball in hand, than you would Liam Williams. Mm. And I think it's as simple as that. And then, but what you often have is the great ball runner, the great, the better counter attacker is often a bit loose under the high ball. But Liam Williams is brilliant under the high ball. So good, mate. So, so good. So I think for me, you, they, well, they've got to pick him at fullback. It doesn't they? Haven't got to, but I think they should. Okay. Um, but in, yeah, England favourites, um, obviously, and. And then we've got France, well, the, Italy. Yeah, come on. Mm. That's obvious. So that's that's the game preview. That's the game's previewed, really, isn't it? Ireland, Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean... It's sort of,
2: it fizzles out a bit at this stage, doesn't it? Cause yeah. It, I wish Fiji had been in it. I know. I know. They've been amazing. You know, like the Harlem Globetrotters of rugby. Yeah. mm.
1: I'm just really glad we've got Wales-England this weekend because that's kind of a proper... Every weekend that's has the been, big a, one. Big, yeah, been that's a real
2: biggie every weekend, isn't Yeah, it? completely. That's the big one. Um, yeah. Billy Burns might get a shot starting at 10 for Ireland, maybe. His little chip for Jacob Stockdale was mm. lush. It
1: was really Ross, good. But Ross Byrne did not have a strong game. No. So
2: I think Billy Burns will start. But I think that's how, if you want to put pressure on England and beat them, you've got to be clever in how you attack. And you've got to do more things like that because... as as we've spoke about, to run through them, it's just not going to happen. So you have to manipulate them elsewhere. And it was a great chip right because it didn't bounce either. Jacob Stockdale caught it on the full, running full tilt, lovely swerve. And uh, and actually really good pace to finish. Really good pace.
1: Um, I'm often surprised by how quick he is because he's so big. You almost Mm. forget how quick he is. But I really want him to hit a bit of form because he's so good to watch. He was so good to watch when he burst onto the scene. I mean, I know all of his tries were basically the same. Yeah. Uh, left foot chip, gather, score. But he was so threatening and hard to play against. He's he's good to watch. Mm.
2: Um, but yeah, I, I reckon Billy Burns will start the weekend. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter anyway, does it? Wales, England first. Yeah, that's mm. it, boy. That's where it's at. All right, kid. Now
1: look, look, well look. When we when we commentate, we're we're allowed to enjoy ourselves. All right. You remember that because I know you're a bit serious sometimes. Serious, Simon. What do we call each other, Dave and Tom? We probably have to call each other Dave <laughs> and Tom. I think we do. I think we do. No way. Honestly, I think I think I don't know about Prime Video, but a lot of channels don't like nicknames. Flat flats is generally alright with people because even my parents call me that.
2: I like, did actually find it quite funny um, that who did you do comms with again? Shane Horgan. Shane Horgan. David. David. Yeah, you see. Yes, David. <laughs> I really like. I've never, I've never worked with Shane Horgan before. I really liked it. He You've never good. introduced yourself as David. I didn't even know. I thought you had like one name, like McLovin, Madonna. <laughs> well, Seal. You
1: called. You called. Um, uh, do you remember when you all your when you first started playing for Wales? Every interview you said you lived with uh, England prop Darren Flatman until one day, <laughs> the Western Daily Press called me Darren Flatman. Like, yes, the Western
2: Daily Press. It's not even a paper. What is it? Western it a Welsh Mail. Paper. Western Mail. <laughs> What's the Western Daily Press? The Western Daily Herald.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Western Weekly Gazette. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, Darren. Oh, Dar- Should we just call each other wrong names the whole time? I'll call you Darren. Yeah. Tim. What do you think about that, Tim? I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to just call you Shane. <laughs> just see how much abuse Shane Williams gets after the game. Um, um,
2: do
1: you reckon we're going to get abused?
2: Yeah. Good.
1: What happens is like I'll be watching like BT Sport or something, and it'll be Austin and Ben will be commentating, and they have just they're just class, like brilliant. And they'll have a joke, and one of them will laugh, and you'll go on Twitter afterwards to look, and there'll be someone saying all these in jokes, all these Leicester in jokes. Like that is literally not an in joke. It's not a Leicester joke. It's just a joke which is funny at which they have both laughed, and you're like, right, you can't win.
2: You yeah. can't please everyone, boy. Uh, no. Uh. I I just try and please you, all right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm Andrew I, Cotter, we and got to five try and guys. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, get all five guys into you tonight, boy. Enjoy that.
2: <laughs> Once a year, mate. Birthdays. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to I can't wait to see Snotter. Andrew
1: Snotter. Snotter. He this Covid is like bad news for him in some ways, but great news in others. Andrew Cotter just hates physical contact with people, oh, so
2: I bet he walked down as well from where he lives. He, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
2: Country file.
1: Yeah. But we've always done. He's millet. always done fist pumps because he hates shaking hands. But now he doesn't even want a fist pump. No, no, no. Why are you doing that? No,
2: no, no. No need. No need. Him and uh, Wayne Barnes, you know, top top buyers at Millets. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. Gold cards. I bet he. Be, I bet he turn up wearing a rob jacket.
1: That's for sure. <laughs> and then like one of those layers just an extra layer an underlayer.
2: yeah what, what are the things they what, climbers wear it wicks sweat away one of those. what are they called climbers wear on their boots with little um, spikes oh
1: yeah um oh i saw oh i saw a picture i meant i meant to set i did i was didn't do it i'm thinking now i'll try and find it again on twitter but someone's like um got a pair of crocs and got a couple of like those elastic bungee cords and wrapped them around the wrap them around the shoe to make them off road Crocs. That's <laughs> <was> like that <laughs> is so Wayne Barnes. Um, Very true. By the way, ba- Barnesy's wife Polly is trying to get you and me to do Pilates with her and Barnesy online. I know, desperate to. Um, Must do that at some point. <sighs> I'm not that flexible. No, nor am I. You're doing it with me. will not worry about that. Mm. You won't be bottom of the class, Chief. Mm. It's like when Duncan Bell retired, I realised that I'd always been second worst at long distance running. And then Belly retired and I was at the back and I was like, it's time to go. It's yeah. absolutely time to go. Mm. Crampons, um, oh, they are. Crampons. Mm. Well done, boy. Mm.
2: Thank you. Thank you. All right. Oi. Good luck to you, fella. Okay. Uh, I look forward to seeing you online on Thursday. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had a little online on Friday. Oh, no. Yeah. Was it Friday? was it or Thursday we had a, um, a little beer tasting session oh yeah with Nicky with, Robinson yeah, that was nice no budget Nicky yeah no
1: fee Nick yeah, um, yeah that's brilliant
2: yeah I stayed on Boys. a little bit longer yeah I, yeah, I didn't no, at dinner didn't you but some lovely actually lovely ales they were actually I enjoyed those mm. what was um, it what's the
1: brewer called Anyway, yeah. It was really tasty. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, a, hey, keep going fella. Yeah. See you Thursday. Bye mate. Cheers everyone. Bye.